Hey gang, it's John. Thanks for listening to the David Frank bonus episode. During our conversation, I asked him about a number of uh, specific songs or albums that he played on or produced or worked on that really meant a lot to me. I wasn't sure if they would matter to anyone else. And so we're kind of putting that out as a bonus. If you want to keep listening, these albums include artists like Billy Squire, Billy Idol, Steve Winwood, Scritti Politti, Shaka Khan, Rod Stewart, maybe one or two others I'm probably forgetting. Anyway, if you, I can't say that there's anything too enlightening in there. There's not like stories that are life-changing. In some cases, he actually doesn't even remember. He's so busy, he doesn't really remember exactly what he did with some of these artists, but they were albums that meant a lot to me, so I wanted to ask him about them. If you didn't notice in the main interview, he was kind of making plans with some friends, and I was lucky to have had him for as long as I did. I, I wanted to ask him about some of the soundtrack work, like Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop. Unfortunately, I didn't even get to that stuff. But here's a little bit of bonus information if you're interested. Check it out. This is all stuff that I really love that I just wanted to talk to him about. I want to ask you about some of your collaborations. I mean, I think, okay. to, to me, you are the Rod Temperton of the 80s. And, um, great. well, because, I mean, here's this very, you know, no offense, this very normal-looking white guy, right? This very professorial-looking white guy who's truly a funk-mad scientist in the background. And uh, there aren't that many people like you guys. And he did some amazing things, in, and yeah, he still did. does, but... I mean, Heat Wave is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, but, um, me too. But you're like the 80s version of that. And so, which I find really fascinating that, you know, the package on this earth that contains this talent and this funk is yours. It's you. You walk the earth right. is the thing that, you know, is containing all that, all that wonder. That's amazing to me. Um, so That's I'm listening to, I believe it. So I'm, uh, so I'm listening to Experiment, your second album. And the, yep. the first song is one of my other favorite songs of yours. I want to make you feel good. It gets hard in the middle of the night to keep my sanity. Baby, it gets hard in the middle of the night. Don't ever take your love from me. thinking, you know, this reminds me so much of, this is before I did the research to talk to you. This was a while back. And I'm listening to this thinking, this reminds me so much of Scritti Politti and Perfect Way. And I love Scritti Politti. In fact, Green is probably number one on my wish list of people to talk to because I know he's, yeah. an, he's so out there. Come to find out, of course, you worked with Scritti Politti on that album. 
and theirs yes, came out did. a year after yours. So I'm wondering yes. if they were influenced by what they heard you doing, they being green for the most part. How, what's the what's your relationship there? Can you tell me some scritty stories? Okay, well, David Gamson is the guy who did all the uh, programming as far yeah, as I know. Okay, okay. Right. So, so, I, so I think David of Green uh, is like the artistic mastermind behind that band. You know what well, I mean? Well, he, he, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, he I, I guess he was. I don't really, I don't really know much about how Screedy, you know, worked together. I have, I don't know that much about it, but okay. I know David Gamson, and um, I know that you know they, they asked me to work on it. Yeah, it was like it was after the after the first System album, or maybe even Experiment also came out. At least after the first. Uh, system album and they were really influenced by us I mean they, they just were okay. they were yeah. they were because we we came out first and then a lot of the stuff was the, yeah the, 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 it was so der- interesting connecting derivative but derivative but also like really special and and different yeah. and unique you know they, they just yeah they did a lot of great stuff they did so I yeah and I, and I worked that so was Arif Martin produced that or produced yeah. most of it, or I think he did. And Arif is the one who, like, you know, brought me in to work on it also. Okay. Okay. Um, Were you ever, like, side by side with, with Green, or was it kind of more... Yeah, I guess I, I guess I was. Okay. I guess I... Yes, I was, but I was mostly... I, it was it was Green and David Ganson, and David was the okay. keyboard player. Yeah, okay. So, so you're probably more aligned with him, right? speaking the same language. I really know, I don't really know Green, you know, Green, obviously the whole, yeah, the whole vocal mm-hmm. orient, the, yeah, you're, you're probably right that, you know, Screedy Scree, Politi, Green was the artistic guy, I guess, but I'm not, I'm not really particularly sure about the dynamic of no. how that group okay. worked. It's but I was, yes, I was in the same room, I was in the same room with Green and David Ganson and Arif and worked on it. And it was a while ago, so I'm not really sure. For some reason, I'm a little foggier on that. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> I remember also there was there was another keyboard player who worked on it a little bit, or what was his name? Now I can't remember. He was in another duo at that time. Was he a German guy? Uh, anyway, you can look at the credits. And see yeah. That. Anyway, yeah. So Screedy, but that was yeah. I worked on Aretha. I think Aretha Franklin. Well, you know what songs I worked on. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but there were a few of them. Well, there's millions of yep. them. I jotted down like five or six because they were the ones that meant the most to me. So, yeah, otherwise we could be here all day, and it sounds like you have plans tonight. So let me let me get to some of these. So Susudio. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What did you do on Susudio? Susudio, I did the whole arrangement, as far as I know, except for the tr- the horns. You know, I didn't do the yeah, I didn't do the horns, and obviously I didn't play the guitars. So I okay. did the, every, everything else, and I did it before. So the horn arrangement was done afterward, and it's sort of like the same notes as the bass line somehow. You made that work. Okay. In kind of a cool way. And I did, basically, I sat up in a little room at um, a Townhouse, oh, wow. Townhouse Studios. Oh, okay. I, I sat up in that room and did an arrangement of Susudio. The demo was, was like this. It was a dun-dun-dun-dun, like a bass note eighth line. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, Susudio, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Just like a, you know, the with the... What was it? 
it was like this. Oh, that's great. Wait, I'm gonna wow. You're playing it for me. That's amazing. Wait, I was going to... That's fine. Check it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. so, so I kinda of listening to it and I'm going, Oh that's kinda of and he and, and Phil said I said, Can I do anything I want with it? And he said, Yeah, and I said, All right, I'm gonna do something else. And I did that, you know, that sixteenth note bass line and stuff and sure. and you know, came up with the arrangement for Cecilio and I think they, the drums, you know, I did drums too. I'm, they might just be those drums and they might have put samples on them, but the the drums were it wasn't an elaborate drum thing anyway. It was just you yeah. know Right. Now, you, don't, you don't have a co-writing credit on that song, but it sounds no, like... No, I don't. No. no, no, I didn't co-write the song. You know, he had a, he had a demo of the song. It's just that I changed the, the arranger, the arrangement. Okay, I mean, okay. That's all. Now, now I going back I, to... I I I'll tell you what I would have appreciated. And what I probably... I should have gotten a ranging credit. Sure. You didn't even get that? I don't think I got a ranging credit, and I did... Arrange it. So I didn't yeah. arrange the, you know, the song, but that's okay because Phil, you know what? Phil has sent me Christmas cards every year for the past fifty years. But, but friends, to, you know, okay, and okay. And, he, and I, have, I, have, I have a gold record in the kitchen, okay, yeah. from the album. <laughs> so I'm happy. Okay, but the studio does not factor into your royalty statements quarterly or whatever well you know what actually you do get a little bit of money from uh from especially not in the united states okay um and i think it's gonna start you get a little a little bit you know i mean i don't know what fifty dollars a year hundred dollars a year so i'm not sure what but something from european all the rest of the world pays royalties a little bit of royalties for songs that are played a lot that have yeah. so that if you're one of the people that's on them, you know, you know, yeah. a, a, a penny or something will come in sure. from a radio station in Czechoslovakia. Who knows? You know, and it adds up right. to a little bit. So that's great. Uh, by the way, the synthesizer player on Scritty Politi at that time was it Simon Kleiny? Oh, I guess maybe he maybe he played on it a little bit too. I don't know. He, wasn't sure. he in that band, Climby Fisher? Anyway, I didn't know if that would ring. Yeah, I don't even know. I've heard his name. I, I think I probably met him too, but I can't remember. Yeah, probably. But, okay. Much guy. Okay, so then now you mentioned not doing the horns on Susudio, but you did do the horns on Higher Love by Steve Winwood, right? And so I wonder, right. how does is horn arranging also in your bag of tricks? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, you know, it's not in Higher Love. Higher Love actually were synth horns, you know, that I played. I, I was going to ask I mean, you about I did, that. I did, okay. I did the arrangement, but I also did synth, I played it, you know. But the yeah. other songs on the album, Freedom Overspill and um, Take okay. It As It Comes, I think it was called, uh -huh. those, uh -huh. were, those were real, you know, f that was a five or six, five piece or six piece, I can't remember, horn section, and um, which... Ended up having the um, Brecker, Randy Brecker was the trumpet player, and Tom Malone was the trombone player. The really, really great players at that time okay. in New York. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, 
You know, want to know something? I always wondered why Russ Tiderman asked me to do the horns for the Steve Winwood album. Uh-huh. And I always wondered whether he might have thought that I did the horns on the studio, but I'd never asked him. He just he just called me and he said, I want you to do the horns on Winwood's really? album. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, great. I remember thinking, wow. why did he have to do that? But, but I know how to, but I arrange horns. You know, I mean, I... Okay, yeah. okay. So that's another thing you can do. All right. See that that didn't that seemed like an outlier in all these things that you've accomplished. But the horns on the studio, those are real horns. Those aren't synth horns. Those are real horns. Yeah. They're the real ones. Okay. Real. Okay. Cool. All right. Interesting. All right. We just got a few more here. So you got to tell me about okay. "I Feel for You" by Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Shaka Khan. Let me rock it. That's all I wanna do. Shaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Shaka Khan. Let me rock it, let me feel for you. Chaka Khan, what you tell me what you wanna do? Do you feel for me the way I feel for you? Chaka Khan, let me tell you what I wanna do. I wanna love you, wanna hug you, wanna squeeze you too. So let me take it in my arms, let me feel you with my charm, Chaka. Cause you know that I'm the one to keep you warm, Chaka. I make it more than just a physical dream. I wanna rock you, Chaka, baby, cause you make me wanna scream. Let me rock it, rock it. synth-based songs of all time, I think. So what are you right. doing on that song? I know it was written by Prince, but what are you doing? I played synth pleasure bass. I played all the pads. There's these, not not the not that part. I didn't do that synth part. I didn't do that. I think Reggie, I think Reggie Griffin had done that. I'm not even sure who did that. But that was there. I did the bass. I did all the pads, I did all the all that fast stuff that's in the whole middle thing. I did all those weird sound effects, those weird sound effects. I did all the bells. I did a lot. I, there's, there's times on, on I Feel For You where I'll go, oh, I'm playing everything on there right now. Okay, you know, except for Shaka. Well, not the bass, you know, not the, there's a little electric bass, isn't there? On, uh, and I didn't program the drums on Feel For You. I didn't program the drums, so... Okay, okay. That's, okay, cool. That's, wow, so that's mostly you, too. Man. Uh, a lot, that. you know, in, in sections of it, it's, it's both, you know, then Stevie Wonder comes in every now and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I got three more. You do something, I'm not even sure, on Billy Idol's Whiplash Smile which is another album that I love. How are you involved in Whiplash Smile? Well, Steve Stevens, uh, who was the guitar player, yeah, was sure. like a system fan. Really? Oh, no, no. I know I played, right, I played with Steve Stevens in some other band that was not a known, I think the guy's name was, um, Joey Ballin and the Mirrors. That was it. Oh. Joey Ballin, this I guy that, that I knew and knew who, you don't know who it is because I don't think he ever had a deal or anything. I'm not. Oh, I don't okay. Think. And he somehow had Steve Stevens playing in his band, and that's how I first met Steve. 
And then we had Steve Stevens play on a song called Didn't I Blow Your Mind, which is on right. the Don't Disturb This Groove album. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and that may have been an after. Actually, that was probably after I played on Billy Idol's album. I was playing on a lot of sessions in New York, you know, at that time. Uh-huh. All uh-huh. sorts of sessions, you know. Okay. But there's a lot of them that, I, that are not on my list there on my Wikipedia sure. page, I don't think, you know. I'm not, um, and so they, you know, Keith Forsey and Steve and I guess Billy Idol wanted me to play on his album. And I went and I played on it for a few days. And you want to know the truth? Yeah. I don't remember what I did either. <laughs> but it was really on that album. On that album, I do not have a specific recollection of what uh, I did. Yeah. Interesting. So how about this that? It's a very synth happy album, especially coming after Rebel Yell, which was the previous album with all the Wait, hits. Does that it stay on the credits? Did you ever look at the album? Does it stay on the credits what I played on? Uh, I have it. I don't. Have it. It's upstairs. I'm pull up this album and see it. Yeah. If you're listed there. I don't know if it actually specifies. If I ever listen to it, I might be able to go. Oh, I did that. I yeah. did that. And I yeah. did that. But I don't. I don't exactly remember what um, parts I did. Yeah, you are listed at least on AllMusic.com. You're listed at yeah. keyboards. And that is, like I said, it's a very synth-heavy album for him. So I uh, I wasn't surprised, other than it seems like an odd collaboration, but it does make sense. There are a lot of songs on there that are synth-heavy. I could see you doing it. Yeah. But you don't even remember it, huh? Interesting. I actually don't. I actually don't. I mean, I remember do, being there, and I remember everybody doing a lot of cocaine and stuff, and <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, those are the 80s. Another one of my all-time favorite artists, Billy Squire. You're on the oh. Enough is Enough album. Okay, so that I do remember. I do remember that. Okay. Um, That was because Peter Collins, the producer, wanted me to work, and I worked with him on all of the basic tracks on that album, I think, or or what I thought were all, they probably did lots more, but I didn't know, at least to begin with. I worked on a number of him, basic tracks. He came to my apartment, and we worked, we did the, the structure for all the songs, and did them on a it was a thing called the Lin 9000 which was a drum machine sequencer and he went and so okay. I did this I did this with him if I listen to it I can point out parts that I did but I don't remember I never really paid that much attention I was like really busy at that time sure. also, so I never well it sounds like you're I mean it, I, I it, not that this was literally how it was but it'd be like you going in every day and okay what's on my what am I doing today I'm gonna sign you here I'm gonna sign you here you gotta go over here and over there and you go and you do it, and you're kind of, it's almost like punching the clock or something, right? You've got like a daily responsibility, or I mean, are you in, or are people calling you saying, you know, Billy Idol wants you, Billy Squire wants you, they want, and you're getting to know them, and you're vibing with them, and kind of, is that not really how it works, or are you just sort of being assigned to things? No, no one was assigning me. I mean, it was sometimes oh. it was the producer, so Billy, oh, Billy okay. uh, Peter, Peter Collins was Billy Squire's producer. <laughs> but Billy Squire came to my house a couple times. Oh, I mean, it really okay. was, it really varied from thing to from from project to project. Okay. You know, Shaka okay. Khan. See, I played live with Shaka Khan. Also, before this first System album came out, I did a gig with Shaka Khan, where I was okay. playing like one of my and 
Do you remember, do you know the song, We Can Work It Out? You know, the Beatles song, but sure. she did a yeah, cover of it? Uh-huh. You know yeah. the bass line on that? Yeah. You know the bass? That was like my proudest accomplishment right at that time, was really? that I could actually play that bass line, and I was going to play it on stage with her. And I was, and the first night we were on stage, we're in Chicago, and we start the song, and I'm playing the bass line, and I'm getting it all right, I'm doing it right, and I hear uh-huh. the scream... And I look, I put my head up, and I see Shaka, her top had fallen off. <laughs> and she's got her back to the audience, and she's looking at me going, What should I do? And I'm like, going, Get off the stage. Just go off the stage. You know, and I'm trying to, and I'm like sure. screwing up the baseline, you know, because it's really uh-huh. complicated. Anyway, that's my shock. But I know, oh you know. Oh, my God. You know, I worked. I co-produced a couple of Shaka songs with Russ Titleman, and I worked on a lot of Shaka stuff. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. So what? Um, I was. I was just. I oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I didn't really. No one was telling me what to do. I did have. Okay. I don't even think I really. I had the system. We had a system manager for the system. I sometimes I get my work through them, but not that okay. often. Wait, hold on one second. I have to let my daughter in the yeah, door. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. We're almost done, by the way. You're you're a total sport. Thank you for doing this. All right. We probably should wrap it up pretty soon. Yeah, yes. Did you play on What You Gonna Do For Me? Or another 80s? Oh, that's an 80s album of hers that I like. Okay, last one. I got to ask you about, and this is is a bad one. This is, in my opinion, one of the most misguided, terrible albums ever, (laughs) which is Rod Stewart's Human Album. You were apparently oh, involved right. in that. No, I wrote, I co-wrote one song. I never, oh. I didn't actually produce the song either. Okay. Um, but I co-wrote a song called Loveless. Okay. I, uh, There's one song called Loveless. And you okay. should listen to that song. That And I, I co-wrote will. it. Okay. Um, I co-wrote it with a guy, with, uh, oh, what was his name? I forgot. Colin. Colin. I forgot his last name, but there's okay. a song. It's called Love, L-O-V-E-L-E-S-S. That's all okay. I did on that album. Okay. I, didn't, I don't okay. think I, I don't even think I played on it. I don't, you know, does it say I played on it? Because maybe I did play something on the production, but I didn't produce it. I have this vague recollection of the producer being at my house and telling me that Rod had oh, nose yeah. on his throat. There was all sorts of problems yeah. with that album. Evidently. Right. Too bad, yeah. because I remember Rod, I saw Rod at the, the Clive Davis party that year, I remember, and he said to me, I love that song, Loveless, I think it's going to be a hit, I think it's going to be a hit, you know, and then, uh-huh. okay. it never came out of the single. I don't think I ever listened to the album, to tell you the truth, so yeah, I won't well, even know. Okay. Yeah, you're listed as a composer, so I don't think you, you may not have done anything on that either. Yeah, I, uh, I may not have, yeah. I love it's Rod. Just that one song. Okay, I love Rod. I know his, he can be really good, and he can be kind of awful sometimes. And I had always heard that that album was pretty terrible. And I so I bought it one day from a thrift store, just out of curiosity to hear what it was. And it's basically him trying to be like boys to men, and it doesn't right. work. Yeah. I don't think Loveless Loveless isn't like that though. I don't think. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it's sure. Not. I'll go back and listen to that one too. Yeah. Okay. Listen to that one song. Okay. Well, there's other stuff, but I've been keeping you for a while. I didn't realize Paul Pesco. You, I didn't. I didn't realize he had anything to do with you. 
I um, I only know who he is because I'm a huge Hall and Oates fan, and he was on Daryl Hall's Live from Daryl's House program for a while. That's right. And yes, I just he was. would never have put you two together, but I guess he he was almost a member of the system back in the day, right? Yeah. So no, he he was he was actually if there was actually a third member of the he played basically he played any guitar yeah. parts that we did on our albums he played. Oh. There aren't that many guitar parts, but there are a few. There's there's, there's, there's some few. really important ones like the sure. the intro to Don't Disturb the Groove, the part you know. There's there's sure. some well there's all the songs I like. That, I want to make you feel good. Yeah. He co-wrote I that. I want to make you feel good. He co-wrote. He co-wrote that. He co-wrote yeah. that song with us. I mean, yeah. he, Paul definitely was involved. Promises can break. That's he co-wrote crazy. Promises can break. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one, uh, I think one other one on our next album too. Um, uh, I'll have to look it up. Love won't wait. Okay. Love won't wait. I think from the Pleasure Seekers album. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. won't wait. And then he played guitar it. on. Okay. He played guitar on This Is for You. Oh man! Um, awesome. Yeah, you know. Awesome. Yeah, I so. would never have guessed. All right. Well, look, I think you're the greatest. I am so appreciative that you gave me this time. I'm someone who anything that your name is on, I want to know more about it, because whatever you're doing, it works for me. And I think well, you're John, genius. thank you so much. Thank I really you. appreciate this.